0: news talk sports now the experts on am98
1: and good afternoon this is Brian Otto welcome to our second show today insurancehotline.com we save you and you search and we save we have a number of questions for our guest today some of the more commonly asked questions of our guest uh, about insurancehotline.com and some of the most commonly asked questions regarding insurance in general So we'll cover a lot on our show today. InsuranceHotline.com is a free insurance rate comparison service that links you to a a variety of insurance companies and professionals to assist you in getting lower rates on car insurance as well as home insurance, motorcycle insurance, life insurance. And so you're going to hear some great questions and we encourage you to be a part of the conversation by giving us a call here at 866-354-8255. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag HotlineHelps. Anne-Marie Thomas has spent more than 20 years years in the insurance industry, so she has a lot of the answers to our many questions today. Welcome back to the show.
2: Thanks very much, Brian.
1: Tell us a little bit about InsuranceHotline.com first.
2: Sure. InsuranceHotline.com is an online rate comparison site which um, searches over 30 insurance companies to find you the lowest rate for your car or your home insurance.
1: Easy to navigate. The website's really easy to navigate.
2: Yeah. um, Actually, it's funny. um, Last week, the, the host um, did a quote, and he said it took him eight minutes. Yeah. So I mean, it's easy. Eight minutes can save you hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm.
1: What are some of the most commonly asked questions regarding insurance today? Let's say, stay with automotive for a moment.
2: Okay, we'll stay with auto. Um, a couple of the really common questions are: um, uh, If I report an accident to my insurance company, will my rate automatically go up? And. My answer to that is nine times out of 10, that depends. It depends on if you're at fault it depends on on what was happening and it depends on whether or not you've purchased um, and this is a this is an interesting point for listeners if you if you have purchased um, what a lot of insurance companies offer it's called uh, accident forgiveness or claims protection that will um, protect you from your first at fault accident and when I say protect you, I, I guess it's like insurance on your driving record okay. uh, so it will protect your rate from increasing as a result of that um, accident. There's a couple of caveats with that. You know, you uh, with most insurance companies, if you have um, had a policy violation, so if you were charged with careless driving or impaired driving or something at the time of the accident, it's not going to matter what happens. You're you're going to see an increase
1: and a nice time of the show just to say, think before you get behind the wheel.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
1: And texting and driving has now become the number one killer.
2: It has, it has, and it is. Um, it's just I see it all the time, regardless of the the increase in the fine that we just had. I think it was in March, and there's, and they're going to be applying demerits. So, and that goes on your driving record. So, if you are speeding. Not wearing your seatbelt and texting. That's three violations. Mm-hmm. And, and the insurance company doesn't look at that they happened on the same date. It. The insurance company looks at that it's three separate infractions, and your rate will will suffer as a result of that.
1: Now, in the spirit of insurancehotline.com, we're always looking for the lowest rate but the best service in return. Am I a wishful thinker, Anne-Marie, if we were to say to our insurance provider that I promise that it will be Bluetooth hands-free as opposed to texty-texty behind the wheel, could that – or do you envision the possibility – of a benefit coming to our more responsible drivers who understand the importance of not texting and driving?
2: I'm not sure about texting and driving, but what I can tell you is um, you may have heard this, a, a number of different um, uses of the word. So there's telematics or usage-based insurance. And a couple of carriers have introduced this in in Canada and Ontario. And what that is, is it is... Um, it gauges your insurance premium or, or your, the discount applicable by your driving behaviors. So what it is is a, a little like a chip that they'll put in your vehicle, which reads how you're driving. So things like braking too hard, speeding.
1: Even hands off the wheel?
2: I'm not quite sure about hands off the wheel. I think it's vehicle responsiveness, Um, what times of day you're driving. So statistically, if you're driving, you know, during rush hour, the likelihood of being in an accident is greater. So, you know, you may not get as great a discount. The the number of kilometers that you drive in a year, all those sorts of things are read by this um, telematics. And your insurance provider can provide you a, a, a rate discount. If it's found to be that, oh, you drive, you're literally the person who drives your car on Sunday only and you could you could end up getting a discount for that. As of yet, the Financial Services Commission of Ontario has stated that they insurers cannot use uh, telematics slash usage-based insurance uh, to increase your rate only to provide discounts. Mm.
1: I'm getting a sense that that may be the future.
2: I think that it is. Um, you know, uh, uh, one... One insurer tried it a number of years ago, and it wasn't successful. And it's just indicative of the way that the world is changing. Um, We're not so – not that we're not concerned about our privacy and security anymore, but we understand understand it a little bit better. So I think that with these insurers uh, coming out with it now, I think that Canadians are a little more receptive to it in that, you know – it it can't be used to your detriment only to your benefit and
1: one could say that the governments have a responsibility to address a problem and texting and driving has become a big problem
2: it it is and and they don't they're not kidding around with that i mean there is even talk about um having it made um, similar to careless driving, so a significant increase and in significant demerits um, if you're caught texting and driving. So there, there are there are lobbyists out there that that's really what they want to do because you think, you know, I, I read one um, and I'm sorry I can't quote the article right now, but it it was stating that um, distracted driving, so texting whilst driving, um, is oh is as dangerous as impaired driving.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it just gives you an indication of where it's going.
1: Now, of the many companies that work directly through you at insurancehotline.com, is it clear that there's a great variety of good driving record discounts?
2: Um, yes. There are There are a number of different good driving record discounts. A lot of insurance companies, you may not see the the good driver discount displayed on your policy, it will be built into their base rate. Um, So yeah, you, you could get um, some companies offer a conviction free discount an accident free discount. That's that sort of thing.
1: I mean, we don't call them accidents anymore on the radio. Okay. It's a collision.
2: It's a collision. Well, hopefully no, it's nobody's done it on purpose. Absolutely. So it's still an accident, right? But a collision, yeah.
1: But there's, there's Matt, and there's you, and there's myself, and yep. it's our friend here setting up our video, and we're responsible drivers. And we, we know that it's a privilege to be on the road. And I feel that we do have a sense of entitlement to see our premium drop if we're demonstrating that we are responsible drivers. Right.
2: And then that's – so ask your insurance professional – about uh, whether your company offers usage-based insurance, um, and if not, maybe ask him or or her to search around to find one that might work for you.
1: And and that's all the more reason than to come to you, insurancehotline.com, isn't it?
2: That's right. You know, um, your insurance broker can get the best rate for you, but he may only have, you know, five or six companies. Insurancehotline.com accesses over 30.
1: Let's uh, take our first call. Good afternoon. You're on The Experts on AM980.
3: Oh, hi there. I have a question for The Expert. Um, my husband just got a ticket for not wearing his seatbelt, and um, there was a $240 fine and then two demerit points. So so what does that do to our insurance?
2: Um, thanks for calling. Uh, what that will do to your insurance is if this is his only ticket, it will... Um, show on the driving record. Um, most insurance companies are, are okay. And I'm using air quotes for you here. Um, they're okay with one ticket. What may happen is if you have a claims free discount on your policy, you may lose that discount. Um, but you, you should not see a significant increase, um, as a result of the one ticket. Okay. And, and if you do then that's indicative of the fact that maybe you should check um, you know uh, insurancehotline.com. go there um, because not all under uh, not all insurance companies have the same underwriting guidelines one insurance company may frown on one ticket and another insurance company might find that that's okay
3: so does that affect his insurance policy or, or mine as well
2: that's a great question um, if you're both on on the one policy it could have it could affect both both of you on the policy. Some insurance companies will actually take um, both driving records into account. So, if so, for example, if you have two tickets and your husband has one ticket, and your husband has an accident, they will look at the collective driving records of both of you, and you may find that that you're in a bit of hot water there. Okay. So, so, so it's it. I should. Um if I can get my own, like, separate our policies and well, see an increase? if you separate your policies, it may not be to your benefit because insurance companies, um, on the application it asks for, uh, for you to list all drivers in the household. So splitting policies is, may or, or may not benefit you because wherever you go, your insurance company will um, find the driving record of both of you. Mm,
1: OK, thanks very much. Thanks very Thank much for your you. call. Yeah, some great questions there. Uh, indeed. Um, there's a great uh, video online. It's sort of a, an animation at insurance uh, at dot now. And it addresses the issue of who is really at fault after a car accident. And you present some illustrations, a number of pictorials, one being a, a wrong turn, because I think even at that time, that horrible moment when you've collided with somebody, you're assuming that you're, you're in the right, and the pictorial on the website really demonstrates the number of scenarios where that may not be the case.
2: Exactly, and what—I um, actually love those animations myself. I, I'm i a visual person, so th- that really helped helps me. Um, so where we got that information is from the Insurance Act and what they call the— Fault determination rules, and this is these are rules that an insurance adjuster will use to determine who's at fault in an accident. And I think that we show, you know, a, a person, a, a vehicle making a left-hand turn. We show a chain reaction collision and those kinds of things to paint a picture of how it, how it is that driver A or B or C is at fault for the loss.
1: Good example of how InsuranceHotline.com is not only a great mechanism to use utilize your access to some 30 companies to get a lower rate for the next period of time, but also a great resource for information.
2: It really is. We get a lot of consumers emailing us questions. Uh, We have a monthly newsletter that goes out to hundreds of thousands of people, and I always know when the newsletter has gone out because I get questions based on on the articles.
1: Let's take our next call. You're with Anne-Marie Thomas from insurancehotline.com on AM980. How's it going? Good.
2: Excellent. Um, I just had a question. I'm
3: currently in the middle of switching insurance companies. Uh, my The amount that I drive increased last year from 12,000 kilometers to about 16,000 kilometers. So the company that I was with wanted to raise my rates by almost $25 a month. I then uh, went Got a quote from another company that was significantly lower than what I was already paying. What I'm wondering is why is there such a huge gap between uh, different companies for uh, essentially the same service?
2: That's a great question. And what a lot of us as as Ontarians and Canadians don't know is that the insurance company's rates are based on the insurance company's claims experience. So what I mean by that is for your driving profile, the company that you were with previously, perhaps they were experiencing a lot of losses within that type of profile. And the company that you went to wasn't experiencing a lot of losses with that profile. And so the trick is to find the company that fits your profile the best from a rate, from a a rates perspective. And so, so take your first company, for example, they would have gone to the Financial Services Commission of Ontario and demonstrated their losses based on that profile. And the Financial Services Commission would have approved certain uh, rate increase or certain rates based on that profile. If the if the company the new the company that you're with now, if they went to the Financial Services Commission and said, "Hey, we want um, we want to increase rates," they could say, "No, you're you're experiencing no loss in that profile, so we're not in, we're not permitting you to increase your rate based on that profile."
3: Okay, and and that's along the same lines too, because my rates have gone up in the past even though I haven't made any claims or or anything, and the explanation that I got is because of the amount of claims in my area or something like that. Exactly, exactly.
2: And it's really really interesting to note that something as simple as your postal code can make a difference in what you pay for your insurance. So, you know... um, It doesn't hurt you to shop your insurance at any time of the year. You just want to make sure that you're with the company that has the lowest rate available for your profile.
3: Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Some great questions,
1: and thanks for your call today. The number is 866-354-8255. That's 866-354-8255. We have uh, one call waiting. We'll get to that caller in just a moment. Also, a couple of questions coming up for Anne-Marie. Is my car insurance quote accurate on insurancehotline.com? And also, what if you get a new insurance company, but they're requesting a letter of insurance experience? We'll find out what that is. That's coming up next. Presented by insurancehotline.com. This is your experts
0: news talk sports
1: now back to
0: the experts on am 980 this
1: hour's show is presented by insurance hotline.com canada's premier online comparison site and they help you compare more quotes quickly so that you can secure rates from many of the nation's top providers with ease and we have more calls coming in for Anne Marie thomas from insurance hotline.com welcome to am 980s experts go ahead
3: hello yes uh- Hi um I, my daughter is on my car insurance and but she doesn't live with me. Uh, she doesn't have a car because she um, had to give it up because she couldn't afford it so I put her on my car insurance my car insurance and she drives my car to get my groceries and etc. Is that all right?
2: Hi, thanks for your question. Yes, that's absolutely fine um insurance companies like it when you list regular and frequent drivers of your um, your car insurance and it's good for your daughter too um, you know it's not like you're not fibbing because she does drive your car yes. and it's and it's great for her and it'll help her maintain an insurance history which will benefit her when when the time comes for her to get her own policy yes. the insurance company will see that she's had a continuous history and it might it might not cost her as much as if she didn't have the continuous history.
3: Yes, but she doesn't have to live
2: with me. No, like I said, it's regular and frequent operators. So your daughter does drive your car regularly to help you out or, or, you know, sometimes for her own personal things. So you've let your insurance company know, and that's absolutely the right thing to do. Okay, thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Thanks very much for your call. Number is 866 354 8255 to get in on the conversation that we're having with Anne Marie Thomas from insurancehotline.com. 866 354 8255. Let's come back to the website for a moment. How accurate is the quote?
2: The quote, the, the rates that we use, on insu- that we display on Insurance Hotline, are from the same rating software service who provides rates for most of the insurance brokers in Ontario. So if you get a rate um, on our site and then we connect you with the broker who can get you that policy, the rate should match um, with the exception of the, you know, after the broker speaking with you, he they may find that they want... To, you may want this um, accident forgiveness coverage, or there may be little add-ons that the broker thinks might benefit your situation, and there the premium might be different. But if every inf- if the information that you've entered on our site is the same information that you're providing with the to the broker, the rates will match. Mm.
1: Are your clients saying that it's quite common to get a letter of insurance experience?
2: So we've had that question a couple of times, actually more than a couple of times. And um, oftentimes it's, uh, so insurance companies check your driving history using um, a database called AutoPlus. And when I say driving history, that's your insurance history, not your, not your um, driving record that's uh, from the MTO.
1: And that would take place before any and every renewal?
2: Most of the time. Okay. Most of the time it will take place before every new policy, so a letter of exp- a company will ask for a letter of experience if they can 't find your insurance history, so for example, if you 've come from another province and uh, you, you're you not on, so if, say if you've come from British Columbia, where they have uh, government insurance, the insurance company in Ontario may say to you, we can't find any proof of your driving history here in Ontario. We will need a letter from the, the government or from the regulatory body or the the insurer saying how long you've been insured there, have you had any claims, that sort of thing. It's to verify um, your driving history because that's what insurance is kind of based on is your history and the likelihood of a probable loss given your history.
1: And that's why many people use insurancehotline.com because as I said earlier, there is a sense of entitlement that because they have exercised a good driving record, they want to see that Come down exactly,
2: and you know we all have the right to pay a reasonable amount for our car insurance. Um, you know, a lot of the reason that, that in Ontario that it, that we pay so much is it's a lot of, a lot to do with fraud, and the Liberal government has is taking steps toward that with a lot of the anti fraud um, uh, steps with the last. I think it was this time last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're hoping insurance rates by 2015 are, are slotted to go down 15%. But, you know, don't wait for the government to give you your 15% that you may or may not see, depending on your driving record. You're better to go and search your, your own reductions.
1: And the way to search that is by finding insurancehotline.com. More calls coming up. You're listening to AM980's Experts.
0: News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980.
1: With Brian all and Anne-Marie Thomas from com. He's just looking at the AM 980 Newswire. And um, Prince William just received a birthday present from his grandma, a helicopter. So well, I wonder if he'll be coming to us for a... For ro- <laughs> insurance.
2: How do you insure a helicopter? <laughs> I guess if you're the, you're the royal family... Who needs it?
1: Who needs it. That's right. They still may shop around, yeah. as most of us should. Let's go to the calls. Welcome to AM980's Experts. You're with Anne-Marie from InsuranceHotline.com. Hello? Hello. Go ahead, please.
3: Oh, sorry. Uh, I have a question. I got uh, hit from behind at a red light from a taxi driver. Um, if my insurance going to go up, uh, they're, t- they're trying to find this guy right now. I have serious damage to my body. And I'm wondering, like she said, I was at no fault at all because I was a red light, and he didn't realize I was stopped. When he saw me get out of my vehicle and fall down, he took off.
2: Wow. Okay. Um, Were there any witnesses?
3: There was at least 50 people in that corner. I don't know if. Any of them phoned in, but they were. Done. It was a busy 427 and Highway uh-huh. 7 area. Yep, I know where was you like are. Fifty people on the corner.
2: Wow. Okay. Uh, so, with, was anyone able to get the plate number and, and anything like that?
3: I don't know if there was any witnesses or nothing. The, uh, nobody seemed to get back to me and tell me this. I tried to call the police. Okay. They won't tell me over the phone. What okay. do I do? Okay. Like I, I hired a lawyer. But what happens if they don't get this guy's plate?
2: Okay, so um, you, you've, it's obviously been reported to the police. Yes. Okay. Right away. So um, has your vehicle been repaired?
3: Yes, $6,800.
2: Wow. And, and now they
3: t- said I was at no fault, so they covered everything. They gave me a car, everything.
2: Perfect. Okay, but- so... Because you were, even though your insurance company paid out the, the, to fix your car, your car insurance will not go up as a result of that accident. Um, in Ontario, we have what's called a no fault based insurance system. And that means that regardless of who is at fault for the accident, you go to your own insurance company to get the, you know, your, your medical paid or your vehicle repaired. Um, in this case, uh, they would have paid out under a section of your policy called direct compensation, not collision. So you will not see, a result as, not see an increase as a result of being rear-ended.
3: Okay. Now, now what about my uh, life damages? I'm, I, they say that I'm going to have a life damage here from now on. Like I'm going to be half paralyzed on my neck of it
2: Right. You should speak to your insurance adjuster because there may be benefits available to you under your policy. Yeah. Good luck. thank
1: you very much. I appreciate it. Okay. Sorry your call was under those circumstances.
2: Yeah, it's terrible.
1: Uh, We're going to take a break, come back, have a question for you. Let's say it's a London driver and they're driving through the highways and byways of Manitoba and should get a speeding ticket. Will that end up coming back to haunt them on their record? That's coming up next with Anne-Marie Thomas from insurancehotline.com. News,
0: talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. With
1: Brian Nuttall and Anne-Marie Thomas, insurancehotline.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, hashtag hotlinehelps. And you can give us a call right now. We're live up to the top of the hour at eight six six three five four. 8255 for any questions you may have for Anne-Marie regarding insurancehotline.com or you may have, as many of our callers have today, uh, a question about driving, driving practices and uh, insurance and how it connects. Here's an example. We have a London listener who is driving in Manitoba. They should get a speeding ticket. Will it come back on their record? From
2: Manitoba, quite possibly. Um, the majority of provinces have reciprocal agreements with Ontario, whereby they each um, pass along uh, driving infractions to one another. In the states, however, maybe not. So if you get a ticket in one of the southern states if you tribe driving to Florida and you get a, a ticket in Georgia, it's unlikely that that Georgia ticket will find its way to your driving record because there's no reciprocal agreement between that so um, check the ministry of transportation of ontario if you're out in another province and you get a ticket or another province or, or one of the states and then double check if there's a reciprocal agreement with ontario and then that will be your answer
1: we hope anyone listening to the show doesn't have the misfortune of having a collision but should it happen what should be some of the first things they do
2: do not engage the other driver. Remain calm. Don't, uh, oftentimes, when uh, at, at, at the time of an accident, everyone is shocked or frightened or, you know... Well,
1: they, they're uh, also saying, my car, my car.
2: Right, or you could have killed me, you know, depending on, on what happens. If the other driver is getting agitated, don't engage. If it's safe, sit in your car and wait for the police to arrive. Um, don't admit liability, Right, because you don't really know. Um, you know, oftentimes we don't really know at the time; it's, it's a blur, so we don't know who is at fault. If you admit liability, then you might be found liable when you may not be. So, those are the two things that I would tell people: um, if there is a, a, if there appears to be damage to both vehicles over one thousand dollars, or there is bodily injury, or you do damage to private property, you must notify the police. And at how the time. soon? At the time, at the time, at the time of collision, if if damages are in excess of one thousand dollars, or there's bodily injury, or there's property damage, if the if the damage to both vehicles, so it's a slight fender bender, uh, then you can report that to a collision reporting center, usually within twenty four hours or whenever they're open, and you and the collision reporting center will provide you a report that you can provide to your insurance company.
1: Mm-hmm. Parking has changed dramatically in the city of London, cities across Ontario. You get a parking ticket. How does that impact one's insurance?
2: We get that question very often, and I'm glad, actually, that you've asked it. Parking tickets do not show up on your driving record. And the reason for that is you could have loaned me your car and I parked it improperly. And it's not fair that you get that driving ticket on your record, um, when it's when it's not your fault, it will, however, be tagged to your car, and that can help you track down your friend and go, "You owe me forty bucks for the parking ticket, Joe, or oh, you're not getting my car again, but it doesn't go against you on your driving record. Mm-hmm. What could happen though is you may not be able to get your plate renewed if you have outstanding parking tickets, so that could be a bit of an issue.
1: There are a lot of myths or maybe even right straight out misinformation regarding I take your car, Anne-Marie's car, for a drive and I should have the misfortune of getting into uh, a collision. How does that all play out in terms of a claim?
2: Right. So if you have taken my car and you're at fault, my rate is likely going to go up as a result of your at-fault accident. So uh, to your listeners, I would say Uh, Keep in the back of your mind that if you're lending your car, you are lending your car insurance. And, uh, you know, just you've got to double check that the person that you're lending your car to has a valid license. Uh, We chatted about that another time. And I can't stress that enough, Mm -hmm. Uh, because if something were to happen and the person does not have a valid license, you could find yourself without coverage uh, to fix your car should something happen.
1: Nobody seems to have time anymore. And that's one of the things that insurancehotline.com comes to the rescue for. And that's you do very expediently go through the process of acquiring our next insurance provider.
2: Exactly. Like we do in 8 to 10 minutes, what would typically take someone... It could be days, and that's no exaggeration. To get 30 quotes it could take you days by the time you phone the insurance company or the broker, and they get back to you, and then and then you're not really sure, did I compare the same coverages with this company as that company? So with insurancehotline.com, you're comparing apples to apples, which is a great thing. So it's fast, and it's accurate, and you're, you're doing a proper comparison.
1: And you've had many people, and just go to the website, insurancehotline.com, and you'll see- that many people who are putting plugging in two million dollars liability, putting in the same collision and uh, seeing three, four, five, six seven hundred dollars difference
2: it's not uncommon for us to save consumers seven hundred dollars i get I get these are my favorite emails. I think I mentioned this before and my favorite emails and and um, tweets that I get are from consumers who thank us for saving them money. And, it, and in some cases, it's significant. It's thousands. Mm-hmm. So it does make a difference. I was
1: reading on your website earlier on, shopping around for us. This is from David uh, Froud. Shopping around for the best rate saved us money. Uh, combining home and auto insurance saves money. I think that's something I think that we all knew, but it's something that we should reinforce on our show today, how vital that is, is to, to really seriously look at combining
2: Yes, um, in and and that would all depend on your situation too. Um, combining oftentimes gets you a discount on both policies. Having said that, um, it, you're wise to. Sometimes check other insurance companies, too, because one might be cheaper for auto or cheaper for home. And so you have to sort of look at it holistically. Like take the premium from the home and take the premium from the auto with different companies and then go, oh, OK, it costs X. And then do it with both with one company. And then you go, it costs X. And whichever one is the less, that's the one you
1: take. As you just heard, you just get the straight answers from Anne-Marie. And your calls are welcome. Any questions that you may have regarding your current insurance? Uh, Regarding the process of working through insurancehotline.com to inquire your next provider, it's quick and it's easy. Give us a call, 866 354 8255. Back with more on the experts.
0: News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980.
1: Presented by InsuranceHotline.com. If you've missed the show today, it will become a podcast at AM980.ca. Click on the experts page. Anne Marie Thomas is our special guest expert today. We have a variety of shows to look forward to in the coming weeks, and we're talking primarily about automobile insurance today. Any questions that you may have, take advantage of the opportunity between now and the top of the hour and uh, give us a call. I have a scenario. There must be some very interesting conversations between the kids and dad when they want to get on his his insurance and you know dad wants to help out but the kids are challenged because they're right in that demographic where there are a lot of accidents and where insurance providers no matter what stripe uh are it's pretty costly isn't it it is very
2: costly uh, and um so let's start with the when when your child gets their license if they have a G1 um you should let your insurance company know there will be no charge uh, while the young young person has the G1 license because it's really not a license per se. It is just a driving permit. And you know the rules, you need to have someone with you and all that. So the insurance company, there's no charge for, for that. Once the G1 driver passes to the G2 graduated level, then there becomes a charge for that Person on your policy, and it can be significant. I remember five years ago, I think my son was on my policy, and he would have been uh, twenty at the time. And the cost for him alone was one hundred and sixty dollars a month, and that was. And he was a part-time driver, you know, uh, but he was young. He had driver's training, um, and it was just the way the way.
1: it worked out because
2: of because of the statistical likelihood of, mm-hmm. of him having an accident.
1: So here's a similar scenario: we have a, a young boy from Chatham, and his dad is adding him to the policy as an occasional driver. He has no tickets, accidents, or suspensions on record. He's currently uninsured. He's never been insured as an occasional or primary driver. He's in Chatham. I won't mention the postal code, but his broker said occasional insurance for me would be a little less than what you just quoted uh, at one forty-five a month. And is wondering if that sounds about right. That is right
2: in the ballpark. Um, the other factor that I don't know is um, what vehicle he's driving. So if it's a mid-range vehicle, you know, like a, a Camry or, or something middle of the range, yes, that makes complete sense. A, if okay, if dad ahead. if dad has a Ferrari, well, <laughs> it's going to be a little more. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure dad would let him drive it. Too, is it right?
1: primarily the cost to repair that drives? car to car to car? Can you help us to better understand how all that works, depending on the vehicle we drive?
2: Sure. There are a number of factors. It's the cost to repair, uh, um, of course. And it is the biggest piece uh, comes from um, the accident benefits section of any policy. So uh, vehicles are, the cost to insure a vehicle depends on the damageability of the vehicle and the repairability of the vehicle, as well as how likely are you to sustain injuries or death in an accident in this particular vehicle. If it has a good safety rating, then you should pay less for the accident benefits section of your policy, which is the, the bigger chunk of your insurance premium than for a vehicle that is not um, historically
1: as safe wise questions to ask at the dealership
2: it is you can uh, you can actually go on to the Insurance Bureau of Canada's website so I think it's IBC.CA and they have this great document and it's called how cars measure up and it literally will rate vehicles and shows you you know how often what is the theft like on them how what is the collision rating what is the accident benefit or the accident the um uh, what is the uh, injury uh, potential. scale potential mm-hmm. on this? Thank you uh, for that. And that's a really great resource before you buy your next car. Go and take a look and see which ones, not just for insurance, but you want to be driving something safe, I'm sure. So take a look.
1: And again, not unlike the rates that so vary between the 30 companies that you represent through insurancehotline.com, so does the vehicle.
2: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it it's... Uh, you know, it's funny because people think, oh, my car is older, it should cost me less to insure. And sometimes that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, an older vehicle, you know, maybe a vehicle that's 10 years old may not be as safe as a vehicle that's five years old, and it, it may cost you a little more to insure an older vehicle than a newer vehicle.
1: Do you want to end out with one more question that's kind of fun? Sure. All right. Completely out of left fun field. Fun is good. Does the color of your car have any bearing on your insurance?
2: That is one of the biggest myths, and it has been around as long as I've been in the insurance industry. The insurance company doesn't even ask you what color your car is on the on the insurance application. The closest they would come is I believe the color is somewhere embedded in the VIN. Nobody, no insurance company that I know of decodes a VIN right down to the color of your vehicle, so no It is a big, big myth that a red car will cost you more.
1: White car.
2: No. A a red car, I might tell you, you might get noticed more, so you might get more tickets, which might have been where where it started. (laughs) But no, it doesn't cost you any more.
1: Good point. Nice way to end out the show. We'll look forward (laughs) to having you back next weekend, Marie.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: And have a great weekend.